What's up, guys? It's Jordan. I'm back. Took a little, to, a little bit of time off here to kind of get things up and running with the business. Things got crazy and grew extremely fast. Um, I'm excited to share this, and I'm looking forward to doing this podcast for a while. And I've been thinking a little bit about what it's going to look like and what it is that I'd be talking about because so many things are happening right now. So much excitement is happening. It's really hard for me to be able to say... I can do an entire podcast that will give you what you're looking for, give you some information that's valuable for the time that you're willing to give me to listen to this. Um, it's been challenging because it, everything is one step at a time. So you're not getting a full experience of the entire, uh, let's say, purchasing or leasing a commercial property. You're not doing it from start to finish. So I can start telling you about what I experienced and hopefully I get a chance to do that with this one a little bit. I do want to start off though and apologize. You know, in this entire podcast, I've really been trying to make this to where this comes across as easy. It's not. This is really hard. There's a lot that goes into this, and it's going to take a ton of effort. And hopefully you've prepared yourself for this effort. You've prepared yourself to persist, because really that's what this is about. You know, when you look at these people that have been extremely successful in their lives, they're no different than you and I. Yes, sir, there's some that are smarter than others, but they lack the skill sets and the life that you have brought up and that you can bring to fruition. Everybody has the capability of making a huge impact in their world. And I'm hoping that I can convey that. But guys, this isn't going to be easy. This is hard. And I'm learning this more and more every day. Things in the last couple of weeks have gotten extremely quick for us, and they've gotten pretty real. We've gotten to the point now where some of our people that are involved with this are leaving their careers. Um, they're putting their notice for a very strong career heading into the unknown, which can be scary for a lot of people. You're going to get a lot of criticisms from that. You're going to get people who are going to be naysayers. You know, actually just this last week, I experienced somebody I look up to, actually a family member, and an extremely intelligent one at that, criticized me for sharing online that life can be amazing, that you should be maximizing your life in every step of the way, that you should wake you should have a hard time going to sleep at night because you're so excited for your next day. I got criticized for that. People don't like to see and and support the positivity in other people's worlds because it makes them have to realize that they're not taking the steps to make their life positive. They have to bring you to their level with it and it's going to be hard. They're going to criticize you. But don't take criticisms and don't especially take constructive criticisms from people who haven't constructed anything. A lot of the people that I've got criticisms from, they don't actually know. They're telling you what they've been told, what's been regurgitated. What have you experienced so far? I know right now I've got a team of people that are willing to... We have somebody who just sold their house and they're putting on... They just put an offer on a house here. And all they see, there is nothing behind it. There's no brick and mortar. All they know is that they can trust that this is the right idea and that they can align with it. And that means the world to me. It's so impressive that people will align with a great direction, a great idea, and a great leader. I guess I'm tooting my own, own horn a little bit right there by calling myself a great leader. But God damn it. Seriously, if you are taking the right steps forward, people should feel that way about you. You should be creating that environment. Now, I hope you're excited, as excited with what you're dealing with, with what you're developing, as I am with mine. I know every day, it is what's getting me through the day. 
you know, many of you right now listening probably have a day job. And you spend a lot of time during your day job dreaming about what you're going to be doing at your night job, trying to make it your day job or the side hustles, what everybody might affectionately refer to it as. And it gets hard because once you realize that you're going that direction, everything in your world is to support going in that direction. You're going to think very often about the things that you're going to escape from your current job. Guys, you're not going to escape anything. You're going to have the exact same problems at the next position, at the next location, at the next step in your life. And if you can't believe that, you're going to be setting yourself up for failure. But the great thing is, is the direction you're heading, while it may not be your final direction, it might not be your final destination, it may not be what you do for the rest of your life. Every step is a process through your life that you have to appreciate what is happening and live it to the fullest of finding what makes you excited. And I had this the other day where I had a hard time going to sleep. I just, my heart was racing. I couldn't stop thinking. And I ended up getting back up. I went out to my office to work and I worked till 3.30 in the morning filling out forms. And honestly, there's, that's probably my kryptonite. But I'm so excited for what's getting built that I can get through the tough things. I can get through the things I hate. You need to create your life that gives you that. That's the only way you're going to get through this because this is hard. There is so much that comes into it and not knowing all the things that you don't know. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. It's the famous saying with that. Constantly not knowing what the next step is going to be, how long it's going to be to get there, what it's going to look like when it happens. It's a terrifying feeling. And when you start getting people that rely on you, you're not worried about yourself at all. You just want to do everything in your power to make sure every person that is giving their confidence in you, that you exceed their expectations. And it is your job as somebody who is developing a business to do that for every one of your employees. Now, some of the ways that we're doing this right now as a team, I've got myself, Connor Tracy, and Kevin Beesbrock. These guys, we are our core. We are the people who are at 2.30 in the morning having conference calls with each other, looking like we just got dragged out of bed because we're so tired and arguing with each other over absolutely nothing because we're passionate about this, these are the people that are building this with me. And you guys are gonna see them in upcoming episodes, and we're gonna be pulling them in once we get it, once we can get everybody tied a little closer together here. But these people are investing so much into this business, and it's just because they believe in it. How exciting is that to have something like that with your team? You have, it's, it, I'm certain that you have people in your life that are your propellers, they're driving you forward. These are the people that are driving me forward every day, and they're the ones who are taking the big risk. Kevin just, he's putting in his notice with his company at the end of this month because you need to be able to put in 100% effort that your company is expecting while you're having both jobs. And when you get to the point, you'll know it. You'll know when you can't do both anymore. Your job as the leader, as the, start, the person who is starting this company, is to work the hardest for everybody, not for yourself. So hopefully that's something that's a little bit exciting for you. Hopefully the idea of being able to serve others and do things and create a better life for them inspires you because those things are what is the essence of a great place to work. Back on the line with those, with, with Kevin leaving his company, with Zach, he's what he's going to be our general manager. He sold, he put his house up for sale. He signed the contract and put it in for another, another, uh, another house here locally. 
those actions speak so much louder than the people who, the naysayers, the people that say, well, you know, there's a lot of this stuff that goes under, or, well, what happens if you fail? Motherfucker, there, I don't know what happens if I fail. I don't think about that stuff because I'm not going to fail. You got to have that feeling. You can't be thinking, what is going to, what's my backup plan? What happens if this goes wrong? You got to be in this 100% because the people that believe in you know you're capable of it and they're behind you 100%. These exciting moments with your employees, with getting their, them invested in this and getting people to hear about it and getting excited for what you're, de- what you're building, what you're developing, what you're doing, those will drive you forward. As life progresses, as things get more fast and you become better at what you're doing, it's gonna have some redundancy, it's gonna get boring. Find ways to engage your people with you. So, so I went back to a little bit earlier. We were ta- I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the ways that we're trying to engage this. So recently, we, we, we have this once a week conference call. Everybody gets on it that's currently involved with this. And we talk about where we are, where we need to be, what steps we need to take to get there. Every single person does this. Now, we're asking, Connor and myself have been doing this, where we ask for one homework assignment during that week. And it's usually something with just higher level thinking. So the last one was come up with a creative employee benefit that you'd like to see for the whole company. A great example of one of those was we had uh, Kevin. Kevin actually came up with this one. He wants to have a weekend getaway for all employees. So when we start asking the questions, what does all employees look like? We realize it's all employees. No matter how big we get, we need to make this a core component of our business and build our business around this. I spoke with somebody who's extremely influential in their industry, has a great company, they understand how business operates, and they were saying, adding this stuff later on is harder because you see the dollar amount coming out of it. Do it right from the get-go, put your people first, let them contribute to this, and you'll never see it. It's kind of like when you put the, the direct deposit, the money goes in a bank account that you don't see if you do a portion of that or something, you never really feel it. Or if you know you have a higher withdrawal coming out of your taxes, you never really feel it. Those things, it just becomes less money that you're receiving. It's the same thing. Build your programs around that. So we ask for employees to give some feedback about, hey, what would you like to do? And including the people who are the founders, Connor, Kevin, and myself. Uh, we got some great feedback from that. Now, this week, my ask from them was, I want you to envision day one to every detail. What do the railings look like? What do the people's faces look like? What is their experience? Why is their faces the way it is? Our number one goal with our company is every single person that walks through that door needs to walk away happier and smiling. They need to be able to talk to people about, they made my day great. Not the experience made their day great. Our experience, anybody can give the experience out there for our carding track that we're trying to do. We want to create an experience on top of that that we personally give that makes every damn person that walks through that door love that experience of walking through that door every day in and out. And there's nothing more important to us than that for that to happen. Our business goal is driven towards that. It makes it pretty easy though for us because what person can't align to trying to make people's day better, especially when it involves something like amusement? I have an easy job. It might be something that you have to look at your business and what is your core value? What is it that you really want people to experience? Your employees need to align with that. They need to see that as their personal goal. I don't know about you guys, but the last time somebody told me that I have a goal and assigned it to me, I didn't give all my effort towards it like I do if I have my own goals. 
if I have a goal, not only am I going to beat it, I'm going to crush it. And I'm going to, before I even get to it, I'm going to move it up to the next level. It's a never ending chase of being better. And we want every single person involved to be like that. What does your company, what does your company say? What do you say? What do you want for the people that surround you, your family and your friends? How do you want their lives to be? Do you want them to be constantly growing? How do you want them to remember you? The day your funeral happens, what do you want people to say about you? It's something you got to think about. It's something you got to align your life with. Now, I know I'm getting a little bit almost emotional with this stuff, but if you're deep into this, you may be experiencing a lot of these concerns for your people and trying to figure out how can I keep them engaged with this and how can I show them appreciation for what they're doing? Because if they're doing half of what the people are doing for me right now, it's honestly, you're questioning why. The people that are surrounding you need to have need to be giving you 100% support. Focus on the actions of the people that support you and not the criticisms of the people that want to naysay. Because those actions speak so much louder than the words, and usually those actions are really big ones. Now, I do also want to talk a little bit about what I was experiencing here over the last couple of days. Now, I've kind of talked a little bit about this in the podcast. We're opening up an indoor electric karting track, something people have done before. It's nothing new to the industry. But the we're going to add a different, an additional benefit to another software layer to where... You can actually shoot your shoot people that are racing around the track and slow them down, the people that you are racing against. Um, it's very exciting. It's something that we've wanted to do it all the way back to slapping paintballs on paintball guns on the front of mini bikes. When we when we started working with that, we started seeing that people were really receiving that as this is gonna be exciting. This is something that could be big. And we got very excited with that. So Everybody that we're working around is extremely receptive to us. So we've met with the city uh, planning development uh, commissioner, um, Chris. He is extremely excited to have us come on board and is looking at here's all the things that we're doing right now that's going to align with what you're doing. We've met with the leasing, uh, the director of leasing uh, with CBL Properties. They've been fantastic to us. They have been a true partner through this process of helping us know what the next step is, what it's going to take, what it's going to cost. They understand what we're bringing to them and the partnership that we're bringing and want to be a true partner with that. FKP, the company that we're getting our products from, they're giving us a massive amount of advice. Honestly, I can say wholeheartedly, we would not be where we are right now if it wasn't from the advice coming from them. We are surrounded with being blessed by people that want to push us forward. You might not have that. So in this experience, it may not align. Don't let that discourage you. Persistence is going to be the number one deciding factor on whether or not you're successful in this and you're in the next steps you're taking towards your goals. So this week, um, actually, it's been two weeks since we've talked. So in the last two weeks, we met with the leasing company. Uh, we were able to get the preliminary drawings of where we're at with the business. I say we were able to get this, but quite honestly, Connor created this. So we took the as-built is what they're called. They send you over a giant building that has all the details in it and it's got everything including your electrical and where your fire suppression is all that stuff and it's got pretty much everything you need to be able to get an idea of um what what utilities you can tie into where they're at um and try to reduce your overall build out so what you want to look for is um let's say for us we're going to have a bar and obviously that bar is going to require water 
So we want to put that bar as close as feasibly possible to a current water supply source to reduce our amount of build-out cost. Um, so we we strategically built this. Uh, we went through eight different designs, uh, Connor and myself, trying to get an idea of what it's going to end up looking like and how customer flows work, what exits are going to be, what the strengths and weaknesses to each different change. Um, and then we took those those designs and we went to FKP and talked to them about, hey, this is what we're looking to do. And from their experience in the carding industry, they were able to tell us that, well, you're probably not going to want to do this. We've, we've seen this be a problem before. You may want to consider doing this and just source feedback from people who have experience in this stuff. Um, now, that's relatable to every industry, everything out there. If you're doing a brick and mortar, get people who have experienced this stuff. Go to people who are out of your market that have, let's say you're opening up a, a widget shop. Go to a widget shop and in St. Louis, if you're opening in Michigan, and talk with the owner, have a conversation with them. What would you do differently? You know, can I buy your lunch? That's the cheapest information you will ever get in your entire life. Hire a consultant if you need to. Get people that have the experience to make sure you're making decisions right because every dollar you spend on that is probably worth 10 of what you're gonna screw up by doing it wrong. So we met with a uh, contractor and architect company. We went through and looked online at a bunch of different ones and got recommendations from the property manager about who we should use um, and who they've had good experiences with. We ended up settling on a company called Lao Construction. Now, Lao is local. It gives us direct one-on-one -on -one contact so I can go down there and have a conversation with them if I need something changed or if things aren't going a certain way I want them to. I do currently have a vendor I'm working with that is not from, is not a local vendor. There's somebody that we're going to be spending a lot of money with. And quite honestly, I'm getting extremely frustrated with the pace that they're working. I can't go down there and push them and explain it to them. That phone conversation has to be a completely different tone, demeanor, and it's got to have the right build right before it so that it's received in the right manner. Going down there in person is a lot easier to do that. So we really wanted to use a local vendor and and a local contractor would be somebody that we may be able to help push out to the rest of the country as we expand if we make them the correct partner. And we're leveraging that with them. We explain to them what we're bringing to the table and what type of exposure that could give them for a social media presence, what they're capable of, and a possible future jobs. They need to consider those things when it comes down time to bid. Future partnerships, especially with any good business right now, they're not going to try to extract every dollar of profit out of you. They're not going to just cast you off to the side and, and just wait for your money. They're going to work with you and give you their best work up front, and they're going to give you their best pricing up front. Finding that right partner is challenging, but do your research and it'll come across. Look at your reviews. Talk to people that have used them. All those things are going to help you understand what they're bringing to the table. Now, now that we've met with the contractor, he's going to get some preliminary numbers. Try to get an idea. He's going to walk through with a couple of different specialists, like electrical specialists or plumbers and things like that, that he may have to subcontract. Get some feedback about what it's going to take. So for us, our big expenditures are going to be, they're going to have to rip out part of the ceiling or at least paint it. Uh, the floor is going to have to be ground up for the track preparation surface. De designing and building the bar is going to be a fairly large expense because that's probably going to be the main hub of entertainment so it needs to look prime as shit um and i think that was kind of a, the majority of what the costs were going to be we really did our best to try to make sure we're using the current space that's already there to our best benefit for current currently what we're going to demand now and future growth um just reduce our overall initial startup cost because your first location is probably going to be capital sensitive so when we went through all this stuff he's going to meet with them and he's going to come back and end up giving us a budget of this is this is how much I can expect it to be. 
it's probably not going to be perfectly accurate, but it's going to get us close enough that we can go over to the CBL properties and negotiate with them about what build a suit is going to be, what, what they're going to bring to the table for that. And once we have that, we can go to the banking institution and say, here's the final numbers that we're going to need. This is what our total costs are going to be. This is going to be our repayment schedule. This is our final cost per square foot. All those numbers will finally tie in. This is the last piece of the puzzle for our all the financials, which is, guys, there's two things that are a big hurdle for new startups, location and finances. Those two things are, until you have them, you really honestly got nothing. And having one without the other doesn't get you anywhere. So those two things will finally be locked in for us, which will be a huge stress reliever, especially for the people who are looking at making very large life decision changes for us. Um, now, this next step is going to, uh, in negotiating with the leaseholders, where I can say quite confidently, we're pretty lucky that we have a property company who cares about what we're trying to do. They understand that what we're bringing to them and what they're bringing to us is we're both going to benefit from this if we do this right. So they're going to advise us and they're also going to try to make a profit on us. And honestly, I want that. No good partnership happens where one person is, is not making money on it in business. Guys, we're all in the business for the same reason. It's to make money. Unless you're a nonprofit. So we have somebody who's willing to work with us. Guys, commercial leasing isn't all like that. There's a lot of people out there that want to take advantage of situations. Our first commercial uh, broker, our realtor, God, he, we were able to get a meeting with the Meridian Mall with CBL Properties before he could. They're expensive, guys. Brokers are extremely expensive. Now, if you're in a very competitive market, you may want one. The cost of a broker, may you may save that through negotiations. Do your research and figure out what's best for you. We're proceeding without one at this point. It's a big risk, and we may learn the, long, the, wrong, the hard way on this one. We all see this as a challenge, and we all see this as a learning experience. We're going to do our best to be able to get the, the very best price and the best deal that we can get while also respecting the other business. Now, we do have a lawyer that's strong in commercial, uh, res, uh, commercial retail uh, locations, uh, and he's going to be able to advise us if things look a little odd. And I would highly suggest having somebody who has experience in it at least look it over. Um, but that is something we are a little bit blessed with that, from my understanding in the industry, it's not quite readily apparent out there. Uh, especially if you're a small company looking for a small location, they're going to probably look to extract as much as they can from you. Now, another component of this is they're probably going to ask you to personally guarantee the location. Now, Advice from my lawyer was, don't personally guarantee anything. You don't need to do that. And honestly, from the properties company, it was really consider if you're willing to personally guarantee things. Because if you lose this and it doesn't work, you're going to lose it all. Because we're going to come take it all. And guys, for me, the, my viewpoint on it is, if I'm going to fail, it's going to be an epic failure. And I want to set things up to be where I can't fail. I will lose it all if I fail. I don't want a backup plan. I don't want to be able to look over my shoulder because every day that things are hard, all I have to do is think about that backup plan and it makes it that much harder. It might seem like it would be an escape and make you feel secure. But guys, if you, you, you'll never actually be secure because you'll never actually be able to put both feet in the water if you don't give it your all. And that's my viewpoint on it. Not everybody agrees with that. I mean, you'll get a lot of stuff online where 
you know, people are saying otherwise. And I mean, there's also a lot of people who say, hey, quit your job right now and jump in head first and just go all at it. And I, I don't believe in that. You have to find the balance somewhere between that. For me right now, I'm putting my entire effort during 8 a.m. till 5, 6 p.m. with the company I work for right now. They're giving me a very good salary. They're treating me very well. I need to make sure that when I walk away from them at the end of the day to work on my projects, I feel like I gave them exactly, if not more as much, but more than what they were expecting from me for what my job is. And I need to continue doing that. And the day that I can no longer do that, that's the day I'm leaving my business. Now for Kevin, we identify that's where we're at. We need him. We really need him invested in this business and to start developing this software a little bit more, um, spend, spend more time on that. Because right now, the only, he's spending a ton of time on it, but he's sacrificing his sleep for it, which is making him, his results at work suffer. That's not fair. That's not fair to the company that he's working for. And quite honestly, it's not fair to Kevin. So we know now's the time for him to, to take that step. My step, probably looking like it's the first of the year. But... It doesn't really matter how far out it is. I want to envision. I want to sit there and think, man, I can't wait for the day that I can just say see you later and walk away from all of this and go towards what my dreams are. But guys, I've waited a long time to be able to do this. And it's just around the corner. You know, as I was explaining to my team, envision what it's going to look like. I told them six months from now. That's, that, that's probably all we're at for, for doing this. What is six months from now going to look like? What did six months ago look like to you? Does it seem like it was forever ago? Does it seem like it was just yesterday? Shit, 10 years ago seems like it was just yesterday. Six months is nothing. In that time frame, yeah, I'm going to be frustrated. Things are going to be hard. I'm going to have a hard time staying focused on what I need to be focused on. But if I can't do that in six months for just six more months, how the hell am I ever going to get stay, stay focused in this this endeavor that I'm going on, this business that we're starting with high caliber carding, if I can't stay focused for six months on both. Find it as a challenge in yourself. Find everything as a challenge, a personal challenge to yourself to overcome. That pissed off, uh, that and pissed off coworker, the guy that's an asshole and making you really want to leave your job, challenge yourself to be best friends with him before you leave. Challenge yourself to get him to like you. Find ways to be proud of what you do in every single day and in every interaction because every single thing you're doing right now is gonna make you that much stronger for when you go live and when it is your only gig. Now, for some of you, this may be your only gig and you're listening to this. And props to you, you took the steps well before I did. You got more balls than I did. But it doesn't not apply to you because of that. You need to be also every day trying to find those same things as your personal challenges. You need to be thinking of everything of how can I get better at this? How can I get faster at this? How can I get smarter at this? Because you bet your ass your competitor is. The people around you are. Business is a never-ending battle. You're going to constantly be trying to make your way to the top. You're going to constantly feel like you're going to lose it any given day. And that's normal. We all feel it. This is hard, guys. But you can do this. You can get through this and you can be the best. Everybody started somewhere. And honestly, really ask yourself this. If somebody does it and you gave it 100% of your effort, every single bit of your being and your day went towards being the best at what you're doing, could you do it better? 
So I appreciate all the additional listeners we've been getting. I'm actually quite surprised by it. And honestly, guys, if you feel like this is helping you, share it with somebody that you think it's going to help. We're here trying to make things seem a little bit more attainable for the average person because I know for me when I was starting up, it took me forever to find out if I was one, the one for entrepreneurial aspirations. Guys, if people are struggling with trying to figure that out or understand what their purpose is or understand what steps they should take to be successful people or what their successful life is, what their purpose is, which is a huge thing right now, guys, give them this. The worst thing they can do is listen to it and say that this is garbage. And quite honestly, it very well might be. But if you end up recommending this to somebody and it helps one person, how much of a difference could you make in their life? So I'm looking forward to next week. I've already got lined up what I'm going to have for the podcast for next week. I'm looking forward to being able to present to you guys. Hopefully, like the, you get a chance to like this, share this, give it to your friends. Hopefully, we can help more people out, keep spreading this out there, and hopefully get people going in the right direction that both you and I know that we can truly head when we put 100% of our focus and our effort towards our goals and our dreams. Have a good night, guys.